Hi everyone, Beck Joyner here, Harrisburg, PA. So welcome to my brand new endeavor, a podcast in which I'll be chronicling the process of community revitalization in a section of Harrisburg that I refer to as East Uptown. So where is East Uptown and why have I chosen to give it this designation? Well, for starters, East Uptown I define as McClay to Division Streets and from North 3rd Street to North 7th Street. And the reason is that this area is the most blighted and the most divested and neglected section of Uptown. The name is intended to be an overlaid designation and not a replacement for any existing community names. And the specific reason for the distinction at all is that I'm working on pulling together a coalition of residents, businesses, churches, and nonprofits to apply for designation as a PA Elm Street community. In doing so, we can tap into several million dollars worth of grant funding for economic development, for launching businesses, for renovating housing, facade improvements, and for beautifying streets. So, why me? Well... I think I've arrived in Harrisburg at the right time to simply end up in the right place. I'm from North Carolina and I graduated from the NCSU School of Design with a degree in environmental design and landscape architecture. As part of the curriculum, I studied several design disciplines such as textile design, graphic design, architecture, and master planning. Directly after graduating from design school, I interned at Harvard's Arboretum and the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston. After that, I immersed myself in horticulture and sales at several retailers before moving on to retail buying in the horticulture and floriculture industries. After having spent nearly 20 years in New England, I relocated to the Riverside neighborhood of Harrisburg in 2010 after a corporate restructure. I have a profound appreciation for old houses. Having watched PBS's This Old House at an age when most young girls are playing with dolls, I love all the many varied styles of pre-World War II homes that inhabit the neighborhoods of Harrisburg. Like many, I enjoy the many house flipping shows on television today. In fact, in 2014, I founded Whittle Scott Investments LLC, a company that focuses on purchasing distressed vintage homes in Harrisburg and renovating them as affordable and stylish homes for today's lifestyles. I used to sell them, but since I am now self-employed, I hold them as rental properties for passive income. I got my realtor's license in 2018 and became a full-time sales agent in 2019. So here we are in 2019. I've been in Harrisburg for nine years, and I think I've gained the right sort of knowledge and perspective to be someone who is effective in organizing the community to get this done. I've got an academic interest in urban design and economic development. In fact, I believe economic development really is the key to the success of the community. Uptown needs to be made whole. People need a way of making money and spending money. You can't come into a community and any other community like this and drop a housing project in the middle of it because that doesn't address the disease. It treats the symptoms of that disease. 
which ultimately is the same structural racism that this country was built on. We human beings, all of us to some degree, are guilty of typecasting, stereotyping, and I blame the amygdala for this, the most primitive core of our brains that is responsible for flight or fright. The brain core that has allowed us to survive prehistory. We are supposedly civilized now, and yet we still give too much credence to the amygdala. This part of our brain that says black people are this, white people are that, and so forth. So what this leads to is this this idea uh, in our society that a black community is always poor, inferior, lawless, and infested with crime, summed up by the word ghetto, if you want to be crude about it, and that the only way to improve the community is to, and I quote, cleanse the area of black folks. We need to untangle this association in our minds because it's a false equivalency. The issues that are at the heart of this matter have everything to do with economics and nothing to do with race. So, the simple goal of this new initiative is to revitalize without displacing black people. The movement is called URI, the East Uptown Revitalization Initiative, and the coalition of people is called CREW, the Coalition for the Revitalization of East Uptown. So, I don't know if you notice a logo or not, but I wanted to point out that the logo is a black phoenix named after the mythical bird that burns every 500 years or so and then rises from the ashes to be reborn again, as strong as ever. If you want to get in touch, you can find Yuri on Facebook at H-B-G-E-U-R-I and you can also reach me via email at C-R-E-U-H-B-G at gmail.com. That's Harrisburg at gmail.com so in this series I'll be talking to folks about the past the present and the future so stay tuned oh we don't know we don't know who owns this come on it used to be a small state park in the state of PA so let's start with a quick roll call tell me your name and how long you've lived or worked or both in Harrisburg? Uh, my name's uh, Jim Schmeck. I delivered mail in this area for 40 years. I retired about uh, eight years ago. Okay. Uh, my name is Rick Hicks. Um, I lived in uh, uptown area all my life. I'm 35 years old. Okay. My name is Camilla Bryan. Uh, I live off and on uptown pretty much my whole life as well. Um, I've lived here consecutively the past eight years. Yeah. Okay. My name is Kevin Hicks Sr. I grew up in the Harrisburg area. been living here all my life, and I just recently retired 2018, ex-Hasburg uh, Steelworker. Excellent. Okay. So I'm going to just ask some um, icebreaker, get to know your questions just a little bit to kind of throw that out there. Um, so th- this is for anybody who, who feels like they want to answer it. So 
if a movie was being made of your life and you could choose an actor or actress to, to play you, who would play you? Come on, Camilla. Who's going to play you? Um, I mean, I guess I'll go with, uh, with, with Chadwick Bosman. I mean, that's, that's got to be the hottest guy right now. Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther. Okay. Wow. I think, personally, I think Ice Cube. You know what? I I don't know if I ever told you that because you you actually do, I think, look like a little bit like Ice Cube to me. I've gotten that before. Okay. All right. So it's not just me. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) You could be an extra in a movie. That works. There you go. All right. Anybody else? Anybody have any uh, celebrity doppelgangers? Uh, For me, I'll say Denzel. Okay. (laughs) I like it. Gotta go big. That's right. Go big. Go big. uh, Because he's one of my favorite actors, I say Don Cheadle. Okay. Don Cheadle. All right. So, um, all right, Jim, since you didn't answer the question, you get the next one. What's in the trunk of your car right now? Trunk of my car? Well, the thing is, I have minivans and I have no trunk. Okay. What's in uh, Just snow equipment. you know, really nothing. Mm-hmm. So you knew I, the day was coming. I need, yeah. I, I have a bookstore, so I have to have minivans to put the yeah. seats down in the floor so I can haul stuff. Yeah. So I really mm-hmm. don't have much in the vehicle okay, right now. Very good. So I You're do know. Practical person. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So final question again to anybody: If you could rid the world of one thing, what would it be? Envy. Envy. That's a good answer. Why do you say that? Uh, I think it's the cause of um, a lot of like detraction from growth, and I think it's like the cause of like a lot of conflict. Mm-hmm. So, do I gather from that that you uh, have some personal experience with maybe people envying you? Everybody. Or okay. Anything you want to share? No. No? Okay. (laughs) We'll just leave it at that. All right. Okay. Um, Fair enough. So um, first question then. So I spoke to my guests in episode one. um, When I was having the conversation with them, what I really discovered, which I had forgotten about and I shouldn't have, was that the boundaries of Uptown has shifted. Um, The the folks that um, I was talking to, they actually grew up in what is now considered Midtown. So tell me about when, what, where the boundaries are to you, like when, when you were growing up. Where, what, what was called Uptown, and when did that change? Has it changed over the span of your remembering it? Like what, well, so Kevin, for, what, for what my, to you is Uptown, like when you were growing up? Growing up, uh, Basically, with me living with, they would say, Midtown at that time, we we always called that area back then, like, you know, Midtown, which mm-hmm. they, what, they, what they call it now. Okay. So, Uptown, I would say, for me, back then was McClay Street on up. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uptown, because they just called the Uptown Post Office mm-hmm. where I work. Mm-hmm. Uptown to the post office is everything above third to seventh McClay to division. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that's Uptown because when they started building in this area, they did front, second, third street. 
Right. Yeah, that's, and I don't know if that has its own name. But yeah, I was just going to say, like, what do they call it? It's, no, see, so yeah, above third is your three, four, five, six hundred blocks. Mm -hmm. Okay. So everything is above third to seventh, McClay Division. Mm -hmm. And is that how you understood it growing up as well? You, you two, is that the no, border? I would say uptown for us was from Riley to Division. Because even okay. people that lived on Green Street, um, that was on the other side of McClay, but that was still uptown. I mean, even mm -hmm. a little past Division, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, a little past because you used to get you once you, know, once get you the, passed the news the, station, then then it was Susquehanna. But you still like if you lived on the other side of the division, you was on the white side. Like that was mm -hmm. what it was called. Yeah. So let's How talk about were. that a, a, a little bit mm -hmm. more because I've heard that as well. So that's interesting that you know even because you're you're not that old, Camilla. So it's interesting to me that it would still be like that during your growing up. So what what has been your mm -hmm. What, what is your perception of the racial dynamic and, and all of that when you were growing up? I mean, it was pretty accurate, though. Because, um, so, like, mm -hmm. on the other side of the division growing up, uh, those properties were mostly occupied by white people. Mm -hmm. yep. It had a little decline when the recession and stuff hit. So a lot of those properties, like, kind of turned around. But, um, I mean, that was just the other side. So, like... The Green Street that we talking about that we grew up on is not the Green Street that is there Okay, now. And, and what blocks did you grow up on? Well, grew up in that area. Okay. I, I never lived on Green Street. Okay. But like... From, from, You're talking about what is now Old Uptown. From McClay to what? Calker. Uh, Calker. Yeah, uh -huh. like it's Amish now. Yeah. It's, it's, to see it like that is crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, so when did, you, when did you perceive that changing? Once they put up them new townhouses. And when was that? What? Uh, I will say mid. Yeah, probably around two. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, Eight, nine, ten. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah. you got to remember now, Susquehanna Township starts at the TV stations. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what you have at PBI and Atlantic Lines and close to Division Street. Mm-hmm. But even like like some of those houses, right when you cross division, like even Second and Green Streets, those are some of the coldest houses in the city. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's still Harrisburg, but those are properties that are going to go for three hundred up, like regardless. You think? Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean, like so. You think we're headed that way? Uh, yeah, definitely. Wow. Okay. But see, what's crazy? All the are, properties from front, second, and third always. We're like that. That's cross the most. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I was saying. That's sort of not considered. That's where the, the wealthy people right. built there. For all the money, all your big business owners in the forties and fifties mm -hmm. lived on Front and Second Street. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, and what's going on is some of the the rich in the area are taking over homes that were converted into three offices and right. putting them back to being right. homes. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've seen that. So you're starting to have some tech industries coming into mm -hmm. Harrisburg on Front Street because everything the the value of the properties of like uh, half of what it is in California and these right. other places. So they're starting to come in here, settle in the city, and they like the downtown life, and people are flipping these homes, and the prices are sh starting yep. to go, just like you right. said. I see my, um, 
a condo for sale on Front Street for $385,000. Wow. Now, mind you, it's a 3,300-square-foot condo. Still. And it's leased, but you wouldn't expect that at all. Uh, not yet. Not for Harrisburg. That, right. That's a definitely uh, that's a surprise. Wow. Okay, well, listen, let's take a um, step back and just um, I just wanted to get to know um, some of you a little bit better. So um, I'm going to ask... Um, our, our eldest here, actually, maybe I don't know who's the eldest, but uh, so I'll, I will ask both of you. Okay, I will ask both of you. So, um, uh, so Jim and Kevin, tell me a little bit about where you are from and where your parents are from. Like, how long have your families been in the area? So, you want that? Okay. My uh, great grandfather had enough of Germany always being in wars, so he moves to steal. And he has nine kids. Mm -hmm. And the baby is my grandfather. And so my dad grew up in Steel and Harrisburg area. And then when World War II is over, he graduated two years later at Harris. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and he bought, there was a new uh, development being built outside of Enola. So okay. that's where You guys have been here all, ever since? You've been here since 1880s. Wow. And okay. how about well, your family? Uh, uh, Far back as I can remember, I think my mother and father, their their parents migrated here from Virginia. I think two different parts of Virginia, but as as far as I can remember, I don't know if my mother was born here, but I believe my dad was born in Virginia. So uh, yeah, Hicks. I, I associate that with a southern name. Yeah, yeah. and so that makes sense. Uh, my grandfather, my, my dad's father, was one of the first black businessmen in Harrisburg. He had a, a cleaning business where they cleaned the, the Broad Street Market, and he had uh, a side business that, that he did also. I can't remember, but I know he was one of the first black businessmen in Harrisburg. Right, and that was what what era, what decade was? Um, going probably back around uh, in the thirties, forties. Wow. Because I, my, my, well, my dad was born in twenty eight, so yeah, it had to be back around in, in that time. Wow, that must have been uh, must have been a challenge um, for sure. So um, let's see. So who has um, who 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 here has siblings? Does everybody have siblings? Mm -hmm. Who's yeah. got Tell me how many siblings you each have. One brother, one sister. Okay, so, so two. Okay. So I got four. Four, four brothers. Okay. I have one brother, two sisters. Okay. Okay, I have three brothers, one sister. Oh, very good. All right. Um, so I'm going to ask you to go back to um, what you would remember, like your, your first memories and um Kind of tell me a little bit about what you first remember interacting with, you know, your neighbors or your neighborhood. Um, can you can you remember anything from say age five or six? And if so, what type of memory well, do you have? Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of memories of that. Tell, when, yeah, when, tell when, us. when I was five, like I say, I, uh, at the time we were living there at Montgomery and Cumberland Street, uh, across the street. From me was um, family, the Bear family. Miss, Mr. Bear and Miss Bear were the first black police officers that I knew. 
Uh, my uncle Gus, he trained boxers at the old pal that used to be there on third street. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Robbie back in that area. And that time the police officers would walk the beat. So we knew mostly all the police officers mm -hmm. on the beat and things were completely different back then. We, at that time, you can leave your toys, your doors unlocked. And no problem. Wouldn't yeah. nobody bother a thing. Yeah. Everybody in the neighborhood watched out for one another. So if you got in trouble, your neighbor beat you. When you get home, <laughs> when your parents you got, got another, home, you got yeah, another beat. Right. So, yeah. but, but, you know, times, times have changed. I, I say growing up back then, for, for me, it, it, it was peaceful because we were allowed to be kids. You know, we were allowed to use our imaginations because we didn't have all that technology. So, you know, we, <laughs> we would go, yeah. uh, I mean. So that, now remind me, what, what street um, did you grow up on? I grew up on Montgomery and Cumberland. But see, Montgomery's no more. Because after they came in and put Cumberland Courts there, like I said, Cumberland Courts is named after Cumberland Street. But uh, Montgomery, Montgomery Street was the side street. And that's the, the street that my grandmom lived on. My grandmom lived further up on Montgomery Street, but we lived right there at the corner of Montgomery and, and Cumberland. And uh, back then, uh, like I say, uh, the Camp Curtain Y was at Six and Foster at that time. I mean, Ben Franklin was just being built mm -hmm. around that time. I went mm -hmm. kindergarten. I went to both school on Green and Foster, and uh, then I went to Ben Franklin from uh, first to sixth mm -hmm. grade. Now, what was the other school? What's the first school you said? Both. Is it still there? Mm -hmm. Yes. Spartans. Okay. My dad went there. Yes. Oh, wow. He graduated from Harrison forty-seven, yes. but he went. Yeah. It's now apartments. It's right at. Forster is a green, green, green and false. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, both street. It was um, it was a charter school for a while. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Sullivan was it? No, was it charter school? No, it was, no, it was a, like a uh, the Met Academy of Medical Arts and something like that. Yeah, because yeah, the it was charter, a charter school, school after that though. But the charter school was on on third and uh and both. But Bose. I thought both of those were. Part of the charter school, but it might, it might have been. It might have been. I didn't know it was yeah, a school yeah. back then. Though. But uh, like yeah, that was the first uh, school that I went to. Bose. I went to kindergarten. Bose. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. How about you? What do you remember from? Do you remember anything from like pre-K? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you grew up where? Um, pretty much Fifth Street. Okay. Um, I probably you lived on Fourth Street when you were a little boy. Yeah. yeah seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. But what I remember pretty much, uh, definitely the Y was very, very pivotal in, in our childhood. Um, both of us. Mm -hmm. um, what type was, of activities did you do? Basketball. Okay. Karate. Okay. <laughs> Dodgeball. Cam, <laughs> Cam had us running track and everything. Cam right, right. made us play everything. So, um, um, but a lot, like we, we did a lot of the outside, saying a lot football, baseball, crate courts. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, as far as schooling, I went to Ben Franklin, Camp Curtin. For middle school, I went to William Penn right there, so. Okay. All yeah, right. That's when it was, was in middle school. Wow. Oh, very good. Um, 
Let's see here. So um, I think Kevin, you alluded to this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna also go around the room. Mm -hmm. um, who has left Harrisburg and come back? I did. Okay. I, so I left Harrisburg. Well, not really left, but uh, the young lady. You go. <laughs> <laughs> the young. Uh, this before my time. Not you as a baby. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the young lady that I was seeing, she she was from Middletown. So I I left. Uh, I moved to Middletown in '83, and I came back. I think it was either early '90s, late '90s. Okay. And when I came back, I was living on Riley, Riley Street, Street in between Green and Oh, you remember that, huh? Yeah. Second. Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. Um, um, so you're the only one. Everybody else is pretty much. And, and actually, Jim, you don't even live. No. Yeah. And you've never lived in Harrisburg. No, so, okay. Well, well it's sure. almost half a century. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you know it um, quite well. So, um, all right. So let's, let's touch base a little bit um, about the 80s a little bit, just so we can kind of get our bearings here. So um, 80s, you know, famous for uh, launching of the uh, the Internet. Um, who remembers um, when they had their first computer in the house and what was it? Remember that? Seventh grade. Seventh grade, okay. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. that was like AOL, dial up, all that mm -hmm. type of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you get the little free disk. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Floppy disk. <laughs> and about how, what, what year was that? Do you remember what was, when so you went from ninety seven, ninety eight? Okay. Yeah, ninety seven. Everybody had AOL. AOL no, See, my first computer was the the, the the black screen with the real floppy disk. The disc. Mm -hmm, with the big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot and the big that. TV so, monitor. Yeah. yeah. Like this big. So, I don't even know what I did on that trip. <laughs> 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 right? yeah. I remember that one. Okay. Yeah. So my grandma worked at the old middle school that that uh the jungle and uh the she zoom. got an apple to the zoo, my fault. And uh she got an apple too from there. She okay. still has that in her. She still got she that. Does it still work? <laughs> no. Yeah. But um that was the original five because you're right. You're right. Wow. Yeah, well listen, I, my first computer wasn't even a computer, it was a word processor. So just so Sorry. matter of fact, <laughs> I remember mm -hmm. I used to, we used to have one of the little portable um typewriters with a cover yeah. on yeah. it and you know you would if you t if you type too fast the keys would get snagged and you have to pull it apart. We had one of them too. Okay. When I when I you know delivered mail a good chunk of my day was on Front Street. Mm -hmm. And I Thinking over the decade, you saw the changes in the way offices would run. Yeah. You know, when I first started, typewriters, you yeah. hear the clicking. Yeah. And then finally they got them that there was no sound. And then what you were talking about, word process under, what is that thing? You know, and that didn't last long. They no, no sooner went from no. that, and then you started seeing Windows. Computers. Yeah, it, <laughs> technology really moved fast. It, it, mm -hmm. it really did. Just yeah. moving faster all the time. Jim, yeah, go ahead. Uh, when when you worked for the uh, delivering that? mail, yeah. you you worked there at on Seventh Street, right? Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. I was uh, with the first group of carriers not opening. Okay. As we say, eighteen eighty seven, nineteen eighty nineteen eighty seven. But that, yeah. Okay, did, but did you ever work at the Market the Street on Market Street? Yep, okay. I started there in uh, okay. seventy three. And I was a mail handler loading tractor trailers. And then once your probation's over, mm -hmm. you're allowed to switch. So I wanted daylight and weekends off, so I switched to carrier. I'm going to ask you a question yeah. because me and, and a friend of mine had this 
disagreement. He tried to tell me that the Patriot News Building used to be at Six and McClay, right off of Six and McClay. No. And I told him never. No, it, it, was, it was on Market Street. If you look Street. at old photographs in the 1930s, okay, it was right where the Hilton is. Okay. And people used to stand in Market Square, and they mechanically changed the baseball scores during the World Series out on a big mm. board. Okay. So then what happens, see, Harrisburg was loaded with a lot of newspapers, a lot of German newspapers, because okay. this area had a lot of Germans. Okay. Okay. And then as everyone started learning English, they were disappearing. But you had the Patriot Union, right. your Democratic newspaper, and you had your Harrisburg Telegraph, the Republican newspaper. Okay. And after World War II, I'm not sure of the year, but the Patriot bought out the Telegraph, shut it down. So all you had was a Democratic voice in the city, which Harrisburg is a Democrat. Anyway. And they rebuilt it up across in the post office. Now they tore it down. There's a state agency moving. Right, right. Because now they moved it over to the West Shore right. off 81. And, but no, I never remember. And it. this is what I was trying Sixth to tell of, him. You're thinking of the Union Brotherhood building at Sixth and McClay that's all. Yeah. I told him growing up, the only thing that yeah. I remember being at Sixth and McClay, I like I told you, was the, was the Dutch Maid, the 13. big restaurant. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, the Camp Curtain Bank. The bank, right. And which, I have an old Camp Curtain Bank right. bag. Because Camp Curtin was the farm show. Governor yeah. Curtin took it over and mm-hmm. at Camp Curtin during the Civil War. And I have a bank bag with Civil War tents, cannons, and cannonballs and rifles. That's what they used to do. That's right, all that bank right, was, right. was Camp Curtin Bank. Mm-hmm. And then Dolphin Deposit bought it out. Right. Which is now M&T. M&T, but it was, right. That was the Camp Curtin right. Trust Company. And this is what I was trying to tell him as far as I can remember. He's thinking of the, of he plus he tried to tell me Harrisburg Dairy was on on McClay Street. I said no, it no, wasn't. It wasn't. It no, right. it wasn't. I said because right behind the Dutch May were houses alongside McClay uh-huh. Street from from I say well right in back of uh, the Dutch May from from there on down there there were houses. On, yeah. on McClay Street because my, my best friend's dad had a, a beauty salon on McClay Street back then, right there between 5th and, uh, what's that little side street where uh, the bar is? Uh, uh, the bar at, what is Moore it? Street. Moore Street? Moore Street. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. From, right. from Moore Street on down mm-hmm. was all houses. I said, I ain't never knew that Patriot mm-hmm. News being on McClay Street, never knew Patriot Harrisburg Dairy. Yeah, the Star, had the, then it became the Star Independent. Mm-hmm. The, the other newspaper mm-hmm. was the Bergner Building. Bergner yeah, then I, became I, I, postmaster during the Civil War. That's where the Whitaker Center is today. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. so there's your Republican newspaper. Mm-hmm. I do not know where the Patriot was during the Civil War. I know where okay. the, the other one was. Yeah, I always remember it. It being right across from the, the post office on, on yeah, Market Street. Yeah, that was dedicated in 60. Yeah. In fact, it was yeah. probably the, right. the cornerstone out there. It was dedicated, it said by Lyndon Johnson. You know, he wasn't there, but mm-hmm. that's when that started. So okay. actually, you, you bring up a, a good question, which is um, when, when did Harrisburg newspapers disappear completely? Because there's really nothing other than Penn Live is the closest. Well, what, yeah, I still get happened? the Patriot News. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that, just still, Tuesday, is that Thursday, considered? Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Yeah. But they're they're making everyone go to this, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the website. Right. Yeah. They just yeah. Yeah. don't read the papers. 
And, You're and, not getting all the news anymore. For, and, and then for the simple yeah. fact, because the, now going to what Tuesday, Thursdays, and and Sundays, you get no news, and right. and and you raise it. It's already right. over for two yeah, days. Yeah, you get no yeah, news. Yeah. They want that because they right. want to. They want to. Their goal is just Sunday. That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. And and what's happening is being a mailman. I noticed used to have the shopper, used to have the guide. Yeah, the guy. You had the newspapers, right. Right. Mm-hmm. and the Paxson Herald now is going out of business. Yeah. And what happens is all little nonprofits like church groups and stuff for free, they could send a postcard into those and they'd list their events. And everybody would know mm-hmm. that the church uptown's having a big sale of trying to raise right. money. That's right. all mm-hmm. gone. It's all gone. And there's no one serving the small nonprofits mm-hmm. and, and helping the little churches in Harrisburg and in the inner city get the word out of their fundraising events because mm-hmm. it's all gone. And right. the Patriot News is all slapped. They, Sure. That's just like they they did away with all the events at the Italian Lake. Yeah, the May Day, all of that in the winter yeah. time. No one can advertise. Yeah. Yeah. So what do they, they have there? Yeah, what do they have there? Everything. Yeah, everything. That that was a that big because... big event back in the day. I mean, uh, the May Day. In the school May Day. Yeah, it was starting to die when we were yeah. kids. But yeah, you're right. It yeah. was around. Uh, in the winter time, when when the ice would freeze, they go ice skating. Mm-hmm. They had uh, they had so much going on up at the Italian Lake back then. I mean, a lot of uh, weddings. That still happens. Yeah, yeah. Right. people mm-hmm. still do wow. the weddings. Uh, Not as much. Yeah, it was it was it was so much going on, you know, back then. Uh, I remember, well, the house is there, right on the other side of, of the Italian Lake. A lot of those houses, you know, were were private homes, and I know this one house. They they had a swimming pool in their backyard. We used to skip school. Are you talking about Green Street or a third? Well, right, it, it was between Third and Green. Those okay. houses, right as you you know, come through that little driveway right there okay. at uh, the Italian Lake. But uh, we used to skip school and and climb the fence and and swim in these people's pool until somebody <laughs> towed on us one day. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, uh, and wow. and you know we always knew that no nobody was home. But yeah, we got we got caught one day. That's right. <laughs> you, you know the uh, there's that miniature Washington Monument right there at Italian Lake. Yeah, it's yeah. 111 feet tall. The Washington mm-hmm. Monument is 555. Right. That monument was put up right after the Civil War in the middle of Second State. Okay. And because of cars being invented and motorized buses, mm-hmm. they kept getting wrecks and hitting that monument. So in 1959. They moved it up here. Yeah. But that monument was built honoring all the Civil War Civil soldiers. War, That's Stalin right. County's memorial. Right. Now, what a lot of people don't realize, the blacks were upset because they felt they were not included on that monument. So all the blacks of Harrisburg got together and raised funds, and there is a 12-foot monument honoring black soldiers in the American Civil War in the Lincoln Cemetery, which used to be at 6th and Boas. Then they moved it up to in Pembroke at 30th and Boozer. But there's a monument, and it says that this was erected by the citizens of black citizens of Dolphin County, honoring all the men and women that died and fought in the American Civil War. Mm-hmm. And it's still there. It's still, it's still there. there. I do yeah. tours of the Lincoln yeah, Cemetery. I'd actually really um, like to check that out. But I didn't T- know that. T. Morris Chester's buried in there. And what happened is, up till Gettysburg, blacks were not allowed into the Pennsylvania Armed Forces. And after Gettysburg, a law was passed allowing that. 
So before Gettysburg, um, Timor's Chester, who was uh, first ambassador for Liberia to Russia, he was born in Harrisburg. His mother owned Jane Chester's Oyster House around the Whitaker Center, and she was friends with Frederick Douglass, and she had him come in here and speak in the 1840s. Well, he raised money and shipped 130 African Americans from Harrisburg up to Massachusetts, and they fought in the Battle of Fort Wagner, the movie Glory. Have you seen Glory? Yeah, Glory. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Harrisburg Blacks. Never and they're all up. buried in the Lincoln Cemetery in Pembroke. When I give tours, it's right on the tombstone. 54th Massachusetts. I never knew that. Isn't that wow. something? Guys from, the, guys yeah. from here never. fought and died on the Carolina coast. The movie of glory is Harrisburg Blacks. Wow. I never knew that. How about that? I never knew that. Do now. Yeah, I didn't do that. Very good. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, let's just take it back to the '80s for a second and, and wrap that up, and then yeah, we'll get into. <laughs> then we'll get a we'll get a little stuff. bit into um, a little bit more of the local. It is great stuff. So, um, uh, this is just a fun question I like to ask. What's your first car? What's your first car? A Cadillac. Oh what? man. Man, he went class right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah, this is what's crazy. My <laughs> uncle my uncle sold me the, the car and word on the street is he stole it from me. Okay. First car? My my first car was a seventy two Pontiac. It was my my I bought it off my grandma. Okay. Was, I know it was a Pontiac. Dang, she kept a Pontiac. Yeah, huh? that's that's all she drove was Pontiacs. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was Mine a was a, a a total 1992 Escort wagon. Ford Escort. <laughs> oh, Ford Escort. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The wagon. Oh, cool. No, not at all. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> How did you end up with that? Because <laughs> it got told my uh, it was my grandma's car. Okay. And it got told. So. All right, yeah. and you okay. I had, I had, I got back in the day, it was very common for you to get your license and a car in 10th grade. Right. Okay. Yep. And so my first car, because I was a paper boy from 10 to 14 years old, so I was, had money saved mm -hmm. up. I had a 62 Chevy Bel Air. Ooh. And we, within three or four months, I was in an accident carrying on the winter time, throwing snowballs at kids after school. And I was a baker working. By then, I was a baker working 30 hours a week and going to high school. I'd work four to nine Monday, Thursday night, and eight-hour Saturday. Oh. And I'd bake cakes, decorate them, all that, mm -hmm. pies. I could do all that stuff. And I thought that's what I was going to end up doing. So I bought a – my dad co-signed the loan. I got it. It was called a 1970-and-a-half Pinto. And it was $1,999. And it was a four and a floor with an AM radio. For nineteen ninety nine, that's what you get a four speed, right? And so I went and got bags and got the little pony decals and all that. <laughs> <laughs> these white letters, and I was. In fact, I have it on my cell phone, picture of it. But uh, that's what I had, and uh, that lasted me about three years from when I started to post. Wow, sixty two Bel Air, you can get a hundred grand for one of those. Sixty two Chevy Bel Air, two. What do they have? Two eighty three. 287 in that thing will really you, you'd hit that in that front end would go up. That's a built up car, yeah. Well, that's a watered down Impala because you always tell Bel Air by the 60s, two lights in the back. The Impala had three. 
Okay. So it was a watered down in Palin. Palin was the top Chevy line. Wow. Okay. All right. So local landmarks, guys. Um, other than Blockbuster, um, were there any um, local um, video stores around? West like, Coast was across the street from Blockbuster. Okay. Yeah, up there on. I uh, barely remember yeah. them. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Were yeah. there any like local mom and pop ones around? That's Oh, video stores? Yeah. Video stores? No? Ooh, okay. not that I can. How about record stores? <laughs> record stores, the, the, the landmark oh, record store for here in Hasburg was Martha's Kaplan's and Kaplan's. Kaplan's. Second. Oh. Kaplan's. Yeah, Kaplan's. Big, big, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Kaplan's. Yeah, Kaplan's. Mr. Mike's. Mr. Mike's. Now, I was one at Third the Street. Center, though, too, though. Mr. Mike's is on Third yeah. Street. Just for uh, okay. Big Six. Big Heart. Big Heart. Yeah. But, and then, because on. Um, Right by Crawdaddy's. They had a couple different things yeah, over there. Miss Martha's, Miss okay. Martha's was right there. That, 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 <laughs> the, at, at, in, in my era, they were the two landmark mm -hmm. record stores. Mar I mean, Martha's and Kaplan's mm -hmm. that, that I remember. Now, when when do you remember? Do you remember when they went away? When they went out of business? Like roughly, <sighs> how long? As did far they as Kaplan's, I remember because right. Kaplan's was right in back of the big, uh, I think it was a drugstore or something that sit right there at the corner. Miller's Furniture was here, and then here was Kaplan's. Yeah. I know it was a big building that sit right there at the corner of, of Second and Market. I can't remember what it was, but I remember when it was being torn down. That yeah, was the, uh, well, what it was was the Jones Hotel. The Lincoln was there when he came into Harrisburg on his way to be president. And it went through several owners, and it burnt down in the 1920s, and they rebuilt it, and they renamed it the Dolphin Building because Dolphin Deposit is beside it. And that's the one that they finally tore it down and yeah. built. New. And maybe I bet you the Dolphin Building is what you're thinking about there, across yeah. from Kaplan. As far as Martha's. That's still going there. No, Miss Martha. Miss Martha. After Miss Martha passed away, and I'm, I'm thinking maybe... Could have been in, in the early 80s, mid 80s. I know because uh, her her sister took over, but she didn't keep keep it open long. So uh, I'm, I'll, I'll say probably in, in the yeah, mid 80s okay. that. Uh, so that was fairly early yeah, though. Yeah. yeah. The malls. Okay. Yeah, the malls. Okay. Right. Because you didn't, oh, you had all your corner stores in Harrisburg. You know, mm -hmm. deliver mail around there. You can see what used to be corner stores mm -hmm. there at uh, Scoop Kill and Pen. You just look and see the right. big windows, and then you live above your store. Right. And then when they built Klein Village in Uptown, that was the beginning of the end of Harrisburg. And then East Mall, Colonial Park, they're all 1960s. And then that really finished Harrisburg yeah. off. Wow. Because people want to drive their car and pull them from the yeah, store. They don't want to wait on buses. Sure, sure. And now look at them. All these places are gone, you yeah. know, um, or going down, going down fast. Um, back yeah, isn't that amazing? Um, what did I? Do? I think they just said on the news that um, one of the anchor stores is in the in the Macy's. small. Yeah, Macy's, Macy's is closing. Yeah, so totally you know, um, so you know, the internet just really finished everybody off. Yep. Um, so this was the first year vinyl outsold CDs again. Yes, yes, isn't if that Mr. amazing? Mike's stayed open for like another five years. He probably could have made it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the vinyls coming back. Yeah. Vinyls yeah. coming back. Yeah, absolutely. You go to these little, you go to Little Amps. Uh, mm -hmm. Where was I earlier? Uh, Note also. Note has um, a record player there. 
Oh, Little Imp sells and little, records. And, okay, I don't know. Okay. Midtown Cinema sells records. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to a lot of these little coffee spots, chill mm-hmm. spots that some of the newer stuff is brought. Vinyl's back. Because every generation doesn't want to do what the previous generation did. You ever notice that? I think shopping. My parents shop. Right. You know. <laughs> Well, they're all into CDs, and right. the, I'm going back to mine. Mm-hmm. See that a lot. Maybe MP3s or uh, players will make a make a comeback at some point because that was that was mm-hmm. a flash in the pan, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, what what type of places did you all go to see um, live live events? Whether it's a bigger venue, small, you know, clubs, you know, that type of thing. Well, in my time was the farm show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, What's the the state building right there on Sixth Street? Down to, right there, Sixth and uh, right across from where the old police station used to be. The Forum, the Forum, the Forum, the forum. okay, the Forum. Yeah, yeah. But mainly, uh, uh, the Farm Show mm-hmm. and and my time. Yeah, Big tell me about I mean, some of the acts that you saw. I I seen uh. James Brown okay. about two or three times. Bar show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Earth, Earth Wind, and Fire. Zebo Moss. Zebo Moss. It's coming. Zebo Moss. Woo. Okay. Zebo yeah. <laughs> Moss and um uh, uh there's one more. Just had it on the tip of my mm-hmm. tongue. But those three uh mm-hmm. the Forum, Zebo Moss, and and the Farm Show. Back then, the City Island used to have concerts. Too. Yeah, it got yeah. too loud. The yeah. people in the West yeah. Shore said no more. You could hear it mm-hmm. rattle the windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a big. I know, Kiss, I, know um, I saw Kiss at the farm show. You really? 76, wow. 1976. <laughs> One thing they don't do no more, when I was a kid, they used to have a circus yeah. at the um, shopping center. Okay, at uh, Uptown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, they well, lower just grade. Sit up in the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. New Spring Santa Claus in on a helicopter. Yeah. Wow. Well, that sounds like yeah. fun. That was yeah. the thing where. where uh, Mayor Papenpoos has his bookshop now. It used to be Joe the Motors back in the day. Yeah, Joe the Motors had a theater. He has the whole thing. Yeah. And what was Joe, Joe the Motors? It was like a department store. Okay. You know, it sold, it sold sto- uh, toys, uh, mm-hmm. clothes, mm-hmm. clothes and all that. And every mm-hmm. year around Christmas time, they always had uh, Santa Claus down in the basement, and and they would do live. They would do live, so you could see see yourself on TV, whatever. Hmm. And they used, uh, well, after they redid the Broad Street Market, but the old Broad Street Market, right there at the corner of Third and Verbet, they used to always put the Christmas tree, the big hmm. Christmas tree, up decorated every year. And they don't do that anymore. Yeah, it sounds like we definitely have are missing out on a lot. Joda Motors was they're the ones that already brought Santa Claus in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joda Motors in Uptown, part of Pat and Foose's Uptown. I mean, the bookstore, mm-hmm. and then Klein Village had Joda Motors, Motors, and then the West Shore Plaza had a Joda Motors. Oh so they were the local chain. A woman yeah. that owns that is still alive. She's mm-hmm. in her late eighties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, who was that? Uh, Alicia Stein. Okay. Wow, I love that. Um, so another just kind of fun question to throw out there to whoever who uh, wants to answer it. Um, first job in, in or near Harrisburg. Tell me about what that was, what it was, what you did, and, uh, you know, what year. My first job, I'm going to say 
I was a paper boy, paper editor, so, uh, doing papers. And I'm going to say, who I might have been around 11, 12. So I'm going to say around like 68, 69. Mm-hmm. And I had a little paper route. It wasn't much. Did you much. walk or did you bike? I walked. walked. Well, because it. Houses it, are close. Yeah. You yeah. probably still in your neighborhood. Uh, I, I, I walked because mostly my my route was in the building that I worked that, okay. that I lived in and in the Jackson Lit. Oh yeah, yeah. And, okay. and uh, I think as far as I went was uh, was Hamilton Street. That's as far as I, the only thing I didn't like about that job is when I had to go to collect the money. Mm. And uh, uh, there was give a, you a hard time. Some people did. You're like, we don't have it today. Yeah, and I used to have to take the the money. There was a, a building, or it was a house, rather, right mm-hmm. there at a fourth and um, school kill is where I had to, to take the money to. The, they, that's where their office was. And um, I know... Uh, after that's uh, near the up there used to be a theater there. Yeah, it used to be the theater. Yeah, Twenty seven hundred right block of four mm-hmm. on Fourth Street. There's yeah. a parking garage there. Now. Yeah, it's a par- yeah, they tore it down. Yeah, and put the parking theater. garage. I forgot about that. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't remember that. Mm-hmm. The movie theater. Uh, my son's uh, mother, her father uh, had the movie theater right there at Third and Harris, where now is it's a senior citizen. So it used to be a movie theater right there. Well, we had so many movie theaters downtown. We had what about four? Yeah, that's all you have for entertainment. Yeah, we had Colonial. There wasn't anything State. else. There was no yeah. TV. Yeah, the Senate. Yeah. yeah, all in in a one block radius. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Colonial used to have entertainers. I think I seen the the stylistics at the Colonial movie theater before. There, Third and Market. Yeah, Third and Market. And then right. there was there was a movie theater on the. Uh, 500 block of market and there was a movie theater on the 300 block of Walnut. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. blew that up when they blew up the Penn Harris yeah. on Strawberry Square. Well, right where, where the front of the Hilton is is where I think it was the Senate or the State. Yep. One, so of, the, one of the movie theaters. The State was on uh, Locust. On Locust Street, right. Yeah, that's right. So we're talking about basically from from when to when everything kinda went away from what the early seventies to you grew up in the early eighties. Okay. So within a span of like 15, 20 years, all of this went away. Yeah, by the time they were born, everything yeah, we talked about was, was gone. Yeah. Was gone. Oh, yeah. Just about gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like he said, the, the bowling alley at the Uptown Shopping Center. Mm-hmm. Then uh, there was Kaiser's at 3rd and Hamilton was, was a, a, a store which had the bowling alley upstairs. Uh, so... Uh yeah, cause we we used to come in the sneak in the back door, come up the back steps. But uh, I mean, it, Kevin, it, see, it, you you make me think you were you just a scoffer. I know you stole a bike. I stole a pool. I ain't do all. I really didn't get my first bike. <laughs> see, maybe until I was around seventh, eighth grade. <laughs> 
That's where you used to steal the bikes but from. See, <laughs> cross over there. Yeah. A lot of people people don't don't know that right here at uh, where William Penn and and Cam Curtin is now used to be a lot of fruit trees. They had the apple that trees. Was, that was known as Hoffman's Woods. Right. Yeah, the and that's trees. where all the out-of-state Wait, troops camped. Where exactly was it? Right here yeah. on, on the Wampin. Camp. Yeah, that was, a big, that was a forest. Yeah, the, 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 Hoffman's Woods. Yeah, the field. Wow. Yeah, that's right. And what happened was, uh, now Harrisburg, Camp Curtin, a farm show, which back then was six in Woodbine today, you had over 250,000 men over four years come in and enlist and be trained. That's why we have Camp Street, Curtin Street, Geary Street, General Geary. People don't realize that. And they'd go off to war because you had four train companies at one time using Harrisburg as its hub. And then all the out-of-state troops, when they got off the trains where 7th and McClay is today, that's where they used to have cattle yards. And the out-of-state guys from the west and the northeast would get off there and walk up to Hoffman's Woods, which you're talking about, and that's where the out-of-state troops camped, and they decided where they were going to move them off to fight in the war. Now, after the war was over, they had tent revival meetings for all the different denominations in Hoffman's Woods. And that's how the Assembly of God got here, the um, Christian Missionary Alliance, and those founding churches are still here. But that's all their heads, those churches had big, you know, that's what you did back then. These revival meetings and you plant your churches. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah, a lot of people. Hoffman's yeah, Woods. Uh, you get, uh, well, yeah, apples, pear tree, raspberry, mm-hmm. yeah, all that. Right where who, who and folks it? could just go and was there a farm You remember? Or, nah, yeah. it, it was uh, uh, wild. The, the trees that 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 were there yeah. back then, yeah, they're just wild. Just, just mm-hmm. like uh, uh, Lingostown they... Road mm-hmm. used to be an old uh-huh. dirt road. Mm-hmm. We used to ride our bikes and stuff up there, and that all the fruit trees and and this and that. that because, like I say, that you was all woods. Yeah. Woods back then. Yeah, it was probably yeah. a farm at one time. Yeah. And okay. the guy who built division out to Lingolstown Road probably mm-hmm. bought the farm. Yeah. And Because uh, I know the guy who built it in his office is that yellow brick building there at Uptown Shop Center mm-hmm. near the video store you guys are talking about. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's just talk about politics for a sec. Um, who is the earliest um, mayor that um, anyone re- remembers? And what was your experience um, with that, what's been your experience with um, the local government um, in in any way at all, whether as a voter, um, anything? Well, for for me, the the best mayor that I feel Harrisburg ever had was, was Mayor Doucher. Okay, tell me about Doucher. Uh, what I'm, I remember, uh, he had a. And the, obviously, this was before Reed, right? Yeah. Way okay. Yeah. Straub, Doucher. And Swenson because of the flood, yeah. and then Reed. Okay. But uh, Mayor Doucher, I went to school with his son, Tim, and they had a little corner store right there at uh, Green and Minute, right across from uh, Cameron, the, well, the old Cameron's school. And uh, I, I got to, to know Mayor Reed pretty good through, through his son. Uh, now, as far as all the other mayors... I wasn't really, you know, inclined to to any after the uh, 
uh, Mayor Dowtry, but he mm-hmm. was about the only so man. So what is it that he did that you think well, he was He was a big store. Yeah. It's Tim Dowtrick's yeah. on markets. Yeah, yeah. and okay. he had a little corner. Beside Bowman's. Yeah. Dowtrick's Bowman's. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. And, and then he had the little corner store there at Green and, and Minnick. But, uh, Which one, the one on Green or the one on Minnick? Right there at Green and Minnick. It, it touches the yeah. side touches building. The side. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, I, I remember uh, he he uh, sponsored baseball team, a little league, you know. Uh, so uh, through through there, although I didn't play baseball, but my cousins did, and the old Westfield that used to be right here in back of the, the Uptown Shopping Center, and back of where Save a Lots is. Used to be a baseball field mm. back wow. there, Wesley. Yeah, <laughs> and then it was another baseball field here on Green by uh, the Italian Lake in back. Right there, there was a baseball field down. You know, Riverhouse had delivered mail there in twenty three hundred block of front, nineteen thirties. That was a baseball field. Yeah. But um, as far as Mayor Mayor Doughtry, he uh, of all the mayors, he was I I knew him firsthand. Because I, I, like I say, I went to school with his son. But he, he, to me, he, he was a very fair man. I mean, you know, if if he was wrong, he was wrong. I mean, and but he always gave us because you know we always used to play uh, sandlot football there alongside uh, Cameron School. But uh, whenever something would happen. You know, and, and if he was there, you know, he would always come. He wouldn't judge. He would always talk to us. And, I mean, he, him knowing us, he, you know, he could tell who was lying and who wasn't lying. But uh, from from what I remember of him, you know, he, he, he was a, I thought he was a very good mayor, although I wasn't at that time really into politics, mm-hmm. but as a man mm-hmm. and me knowing him the way I did, I, I think that's what I, why I say I think he was one of the best mayors that we had. Now, as far as what he did in office that that I, I can't recall too much, but just knowing him as a person, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 I base... And then know, what decade was that that he was... We're going back, let me see, when I lived... I had to be around seventh or eighth grade, so we're going back maybe, maybe late eighties, not eighties, late late sixties, maybe early seventies, somewhere around in there. Was in office. Yeah, yeah. Decades, wasn't he? Twenty something, almost my whole life. That's all I knew. Like, I think it was actually. I only know what. Um, Captain Fools and and and, and what you call his Yeah, yeah, wow. You know, okay. there was Daltrick, then Harold Straub, who lived in Bellevue Park, but he was only lasted like a term. No, they were after. They were after. Swenson was the flood, seventy two. Then I yeah. think it might have been Daltrick. No, Swenson came there. after Daltrick. Okay, so yeah, it was Daltrick, yeah, yeah, Swenson, Straub, then Reed. Because yeah. Reed was like 20 something. Yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay. Um, so, um, who here has voted in every election? You have, okay. Since Jeff. I've been 18 years old. Yeah, yeah. Without fail, every Without single. Without fail. All, all primaries, yeah. all elections. Um, 
Lo local and 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 national. Yeah. Close? Close. Yeah. Not okay. every, but close. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not really in the politics, so like <laughs> mm -hmm. if somebody I know personally running, I'll vote, mm -hmm. you know, certain people mm -hmm. like Miss mm -hmm. Wilson that live up here on um with the Nisco, mm -hmm. you know, all of them, but I don't right. really Well, um why not though? I'm very interested to kinda hear um, you know, um, someone my opinion, age, the yeah, political like, system ain't yeah. set up for my people, so mm -hmm. that's why I don't. I choose not to bother with it. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so, what do you? What What are the options here? What would you like to see changed? What do you think would make it um, better? Um, well, on the other hand, like I say, if more people that's for us actually go out and run, that that that. That's, mm -hmm. I think would change things. It would change my opinion on things. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I kind of stay away. So you from think it. there's different um, people have different um, agendas. motivations, agendas that, okay. that aren't because, um, like serving. again, like all my life, Harrisburg has been one of the sorriest school districts in the state of Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. So it's like, like again, ain't, I don't know no merit to really do nothing for the city, honestly. So, all right, right, okay, that's, that's that, fair. That, that would. You know, open my eyes. Right, That's first right. things first. And, yeah. And, and, and yeah, so, on, yeah. Let's talk about the school system a little and, bit and, as and well. Speak, speak on that. Mm -hmm. uh, the the issues with the school district now is, is 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 terrible compared to when I was coming up, because I I can't. And we were me and a couple of my friends were were talking about this a while ago. Is that back when we were coming up and with all the things that were, were going on, if anything bad was going on, we as kids didn't know anything about it. So, I, I, I mean, my education in the Hasbro School District, I had a good uh, education growing up. I mean... We, we did so many things back then. I mean, like I say... Uh, around what what they don't do too much no more in the schools at around Halloween we used to always you know dress up in our Halloween suit back then you know we would go to school and then come home for lunch for about an hour then go back to school hmm. they, they did away with wow. that that's cool yeah. 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 Wow. Get, we used yeah. to leave school and go get Kids drunk come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not come back we'll yeah. come back no, we got to come back, back and show okay. you Jordan's yeah. okay yeah. But but uh, they did away with with that. Um, like I was saying, around Halloween time, you know, we would have the Halloween you know parties. But we but the whole school would dress up, and then they they would uh, walk us we in in our Halloween suits based on you know the grade different grades at certain times. We would walk from Ben Franklin up to. Six, six in division down Jeez. six to wow. to seventh, and then back to the school. Okay, and, we'll and put you on a forced march. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then when when the uh, every year when the circus came to town, we did the same thing. You know, we would walk to to the circus. The symbol moss would always have the pancake. They still have it, but they don't have it like they used well, to. Well, they used to have five thousand members. Yeah, now, right. five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. what yeah. happened? After World War II, the women said, hey, honey, I can keep working. You're back with me. Mm -hmm. Now we have two incomes, and look all the stuff we can buy. Mm -hmm. So the way the capitalistic system is made up, mm 
all these companies said, well, look all the stuff we're selling. Let's just keep jacking the prices up. And now women have to work. And so when the husband used to come home, thanks for having supper ready for me, honey, and everything. I'm going to go play at the Zobo Moss. I'm going to go to the Elks. I'm going to go to Moose. She said, no, you're not. You're going to stay here now and help me run this house because I'm working. And it killed all of these <coughs> organizations. That's, all the civic that's, groups. All the civic groups got killed because of World War II. Yeah, but wow. as I was okay. saying, yeah, the, the school district back then, so Never you, had the issue. Yeah. So, what do you think it was? Was it was it just um, a change in the philosophy? Is it was it lack of money? What what caused that? I, um, I think it was it, it was change for the, those things the to be change cut. in in administrations. You know, each each administration instead of you know when they took certain things out of the school back then in school, you used to get the teacher could paddle you when when yeah. when oh. you was disobedient. Yeah. Yeah, now yeah. they, they nowadays the teacher gets paddled. Yeah. Oh, yes. uh, principal of yeah. my elementary school, yeah. she had holes drilled in right. the and in the paddle to right. make it stink. Yeah, and that yeah. paddle was she'd she'd crank that up and she'd yeah. knock you so, in the. So is that where the schools went bad? They took and the paddle out. It, they, mean, stopped they, they, they stopped the discipline. They stopped discipline. And and I remember, yeah. you know, when you was when you was bad in school, the teacher would either put you under, make you sit underneath her desk. Or put you in the closet. Yeah. Wow. Closet. Okay. Yeah, we put in the closet. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are wow. You okay. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Oh, yeah. You would have to stand, stand in the corner. Down the hall. I did the corner. I did the. I had my desk. Under the desk? Yeah, she made you away. I mean, so she could. So you wouldn't bother nobody. I got to disagree because, yeah. What what teacher? That's why. That's why. No, but see, that's yeah. why. Oh yeah. That's why that they generation. That's why we look at them like they crazy. They're no really crazy. Yeah, yeah. Y'all went through carrying on in school. But you have to understand yeah. that the uh-huh. the the discipline. Oh yeah, we got paddles lacking. But yeah. but but it was discipline. You you knew what not to do, and I mean either you got pad you got paddled, got sent to the principal's office. And and depending on the severity of, of what you did, you know you could get expelled or 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 whatever. Yeah. Uh, they took away. We uh, I don't know in y'all's time, but every morning we always had to do the pledge of allegiance. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, we had to we do did. that. I remember that. We had to early. do that, uh, and then um, we also when when they they had like. A little intramural thing after school where you know they had the flag football where you played different you know elementary schools and this and that uh they took well to me back to to the question is that i i think as time went on you know i think the administration stopped caring, stopped caring about the kids and it was more about money than than education because I mean I I can't uh, understand when like you say when they built the typically so moved to next year but we we went to William Penn yeah, okay but okay. I, it was it was a waste wow very good we lost audio there for a few seconds but we're just going to keep going um, so um, cu- last couple of questions just to kind of wrap it up here. Um, what do you think is the biggest misconception that people who don't live in the Harrisburg area have about Harrisburg? 
Vern, I will say, see, it, 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 and it's kind of a bias for me to say, but like, cause again, I transferred out of Harrisburg School District for one year, and and like the, the where'd you go when you Harrisburg Christian, which okay. is way up Linguistown Road. So oh, I, yeah, one misconception that they were like, "Are you scared to leave your house?" Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, people got this thing that Harrisburg, even people from Carlisle, York, other places think. But see, maybe to me it ain't that bad because I, Girl, I know everybody, right, and you right. know, I know who's going to do something crazy. You right, know what right. I mean? But I would think, I would think that's one. I, I, me, I don't think it's that safe. bad yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think yeah. it's as bad as people right. portray. Yeah. I think the narrative is written for it to be such a way. And it's like, I think there's like a whole, there's an agenda behind that, but it definitely, it's never been as bad as, like, even when... As people say, or think. Even when, like, it's not to say that people haven't got killed. It's not to say, like, yeah, the blocks were booming on some old, you know, to the left type of stuff. But at the same time, it wasn't like, even if you're not involved, it wasn't like somebody was just going to victimize you just because he was around. But also, as like almost with any neighborhood, because like nobody will bring up how the white people in Bellevue, like if you was black walking through Bellevue, we'd be coming down. That was a thing. Like, get out of Bellevue. That was an issue. Really? Right. Growing up in my era, like I say, now, from from which is Midtown now to, to McClay Street, was basically all black from McClay Street on up. Back at then was all white. So now it's just the it reverse. It's, it's flip flop. Mm -hmm. But also uh, Hall Manor, which they the South Side, that at one time that was all white. But then when they closed up the the, the two apartment buildings, the Jackson Lick mm -hmm. and and the Lick building, then those. That, that were living in the building, half moved uptown. And then pre when we moved on Emerald Street, I lived right there on Emerald Street in between 3rd and Green. When we moved on Emerald Street, and I'm saying this is That 200 block Emerald Day. Yeah, two, 242 that was, was my, my address. Route. Yeah, I know yeah, where you're at. 242 was my address. Mm -hmm. But when we, and this, I'm saying this was in the early, late 60s, early 70s. When we moved in that area of Emerald Street, we was the first black family. Oh my gosh. We was the first. I and just that, thought and, I used to get mail in the early 70s for a Hicks at 242 yeah, Emerald that, Street. That, that was us. That was How us. about that? Yeah, Small we was the and, and that area from 3rd yeah, to Green Street, we was the first black family. Yeah, but then uh, blacks started migrating uptown and then the whites start moving out. Same thing as Hall Manor. They start moving out in the suburbs. And and, and it, it was a thing with, with me. I mean, I never really had a, a serious issue or what my my thing was is is that well after I got older, the police force changed. And and you never had the the police walking the beats mm -hmm. like they used to when we were kids. Uh, and I mean, in the summertime, you know, they used to come and open up the. Uh, yeah, with the drug yeah. Well, yeah, drugs became <laughs> came a bigger issue, you know, as I got older here in Harrisburg. Mm -hmm. But it, it it was a thing where when I worked at the steel mill, 
and a lot of the, the guys that I work with come from Perry County and all that. They 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 just had a perception that you know they 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 weren't safe and always thought that we we were or something was going to happen. And I I felt it most when we were on a strike and uh, we used to have to do our little uh, duties on on uh, on the picket line and. The, the my white co-workers when we would have to the picket during the night they would never show up they would only come during the day <laughs> wow during the day but then when they came at night I mean they uh, uh, and, and they would have their guns some of them brought their dog I said for what right oh my God. for what wow. and, and, and and that's the yeah the bar was right there at, at the Cameron subway. and her yeah the, yeah the subway right but and my thing was this that that I mean why would you have to bring your your gun. I said, you so you you telling me you looking for something to happen? Yeah. <laughs> if if, yeah. if if you feel that unsafe, then I'd rather you not come at all. Right. But it it, it was a thing where. But they don't. I mean, that's what the, the where I bring the narrative up. Because like, if you don't, if I only know you from work, I only know you a certain right, right, right. But then like when I'm hearing what's going on in the city, and all I know is what, what, what the they news see says, on the news, they, what the, yeah, what the yeah, newspaper yeah. says. Mm-hmm. Then it's a whole different thing. Like they, you'll see it downtown. Like there'll be fights and all types of stuff happening downtown. Mm-hmm. But when something happens at Bridges, they, they I've seen them stage huge, it uh-huh. to okay. make sure that this was a big news story. Right, right. You know what I mean, so like the narrative thing definitely plays like a big thing. Like even I mean yeah. that's that was going on with us too. Mm-hmm. I remember going up to a game at Camp Curran for the high and a couple of people from Susquehanna like, are we about to walk uptown? I ain't going uptown. Uh-huh. Why not? Like. But that's always it's always it's all, and it's always going to be that way. It's all even when I was coming up, right. the people from the hill, whether you you had relatives that lived on the hill, they never came uptown that, because they had that pre, uh, uh, that that, the, the pre, that, that bias that, that, that is uptown was was this and that, and 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 it also was based on the rivalry between that, yeah. between William Penn and John yeah. Harris, Harris, Cam Curtin and Edison, right. But no, when when we used to go play intramurals and used to go to Sunshine Park, they used to always chase us back across the railroad tracks. But that's as far as they would go. Right. They wouldn't come uptown. I would say, inner city wise, I would definitely say it was more, um, like you said, the rivalries. Yeah. South Hill uptown. Mm -hmm. But see, yeah, all all that came with with the. more so, the South Side and all that was after they merged the schools together, and, and like me and, and, and it was talking earlier that back back then, I mean, for them to merge the schools, they took away yeah. a, a, a lot of things that you yeah. know you guys never knew of or, or experienced, and especially uh, the big rivalry between William Penn and John Harris, the big Turkey Day game. That, that, the football that, game. Yeah. Really? That, that was, that was big the big thing on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Penn and John Harris at Hershey Park. They took that away. And I, I believe the, the last year that William Penn and John Harris played, because John Harris used to always beat the mess out of William Penn. John Harris was known for football back then. William Penn was known for basketball and track. But that's funny. That's that, Even in our era, uptown, we played basketball. We played baseball a lot. And sometimes yeah. football, but... You the, play the boys on the yeah. hill, yeah. But on the hill, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, and 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 like I say, John Harris was known for football. 
William Penn was known for basketball. But like I say, the the last football game William Penn and John have, we tied them six six. So that basically was a victory for us. And I mean, we had party the whole week. The, the, <laughs> the, the band, Wampin's band, which which I say there would never be uh, another band like Wampin. I'm talking about high school. High school. Yeah, Harrisburg. No, no. Where did Harrisburg get that from? Wampin. We ain't pet. No, 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 no. Listen, here's a robbery. Here's a robbery. See, because y'all know y'all's air. Y'all don't. You know our air too. But I you heard that band. But I also know we ain't pet there. You might have. But I did that with we ain't pet also. I did that with we ain't pet. Gotta make it the same band. No, 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 no. Yeah, right, right. And it'll never be another William Penn High School band. That was the best high school band ever. Ever. I don't care what you say about Harry. Very good. Well, listen, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up with one final question uh, for each of you. Best thing about Harrisburg, in your opinion. For me, I say the best thing is uh I I never really had uh, any serious issues growing up in Harrisburg. I mean, I miss a lot of old Harrisburg. Uh, I mean, I, I I know everything changes, and and I'm I'm looking forward to the revitalization uh, of of Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. I mean, because. When I when I go down Sixth Street and remember what Sixth Street used to be like, remember what downtown used to be like, mm-hmm. and, and you know all that now is, is history. Yep. And, and and I mean, I I for me Harrisburg, I'm not gonna say it's the 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 greatest city in the world, but for me, I I feel because it's, it's my hometown that. Uh, I, I, I love Harrisburg. Sometimes you got to get away from here because I, Harris, to me, they, they say Harrisburg doesn't have much to offer, but there's things out there if you look for it. There it is. If you look for it. There it is. Yeah, we might not have the big stadiums and, and, and all that to bring, you know, big time entertainment and stuff in. But I mean, for for it to be the capital of Pennsylvania, I mean, it could be a lot worse than what it is. So, I mean, that's just my opinion. Right, right. Final thoughts? Um, I'll piggyback on what he said. It's definitely a lot of slept-on talent. Um, Yes. Entrepreneurs. Yes. Uh, Like, a lot. And, and like, I played a video game with people, and, you know, now you play with people all over the world. So, Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know what I mean, I get on my little drunk rants, and I I just start naming, you know what I mean, athletes, people that's, you know what I mean, because we didn't have people... On on Empire, the TV show, like you know what I mean. We got a lot of we got a lot of people out there doing big things. So I would call this like the little hidden star city or something like that. It's definitely a lot a lot of talent around there. Okay. See, when I look at Harrisburg, 
it's a state capital, but it just spreads out. There's so much to do. You know, just don't confine yourself to Harrisburg. Right. This is the capital city. And the whole region has so much going on. He's, like he said, you got to hunt for it. You know, so I do stuff all over. I don't care if I go to East Shore, West Shore, whatever. Right. Right. You say, you're going all the way over there? Act like the, the river is like this big. I said, it's nothing. Just go. I said, I was there 40 years. You know, I do stuff. I said, I can go to Lingelstown 10 minutes to go to some of the hardware store. Why would I want to go on Carlisle Pike? For 500 red lights and take all day. <laughs> the heck with yeah, that. Yeah. I'm going to go over 81 Bridge, right, go to Lingustown, right, go to the right. hardware store, and go home. Very good. No, there's just, there's, I look at this, I look regional. I just don't hold myself into the city because there is a lot to do on right. both shores. Right. And the problem is, we look at the rivers, the Berlin Wall, and right. we got to tear that down. Excellent. Stuff on both sides. And I just want to say this. My my cousin, uh, his wife's family came here to Harrisburg. They're from California. Came here about three months ago, and he took them down to the Broad Street Market. And they was amazed. they never seen farmer's market a like farmer's that. market like that. And I said, you know, they don't have those type things out in California? Uh-uh. They, they, yeah, they, yeah, but, <laughs> but they thought the Broad Street market was the biggest thing in life. And you know, the Broad Street, I mean, compared yeah, to, you go, is, is, yeah, yeah, you right. go to Baltimore, you got the Lexington market right. and all that. But, York but, has two markets, yeah, Lancaster right, got a market, right, all these. right. But they, they thought the Broad Street market was, was bigger than life to them yeah. because they never great. seen nothing yeah. like that. I that's said, great. get the heck. When he told now me that. you say that, though, I did have a cousin from Chicago come up here, and we took her down there, and that did blow her mind. She got some of that fluffy popcorn yeah. stuff, and mm -hmm. she made me get the lady's card and send it to her. <laughs> really but wow. but I, I say the market today compared to what it was when I grew up, I mean, because they, they had more businesses down there in the market back then than they do now. And and to to me, growing up, I mean, the, the market was bigger than life to me because I used to always uh, look forward to, to my grandma or my great-grandma taking me to the market every Saturday, every Saturday. I mean, it was it was so, I remember the little $5 bag of peanuts you used to get, get uh, the little stand now where the Amish have right there on 6th Street. Mm -hmm. That used to be a French fry stand. You used to get the little French fries in the little cone cup for ten cent, and they was the best French fries you ever ate. Growing growing up on the West Shore, the big deal at Christmas time. My aunt lived out Thirteenth Street, and we had bus. We didn't know about bus. They were in cars. She go on a city bus and she come pick us up, and then we go back. And Macy's and all in New York have all the kind of cool stuff in the windows. Pomeroy's. Used yeah, to have primary, yep. uh, mannequins, puppets, mm -hmm. and stuff going in the windows at Christmas time. That was a big deal. You'd stand outside Fourth and Market, mm -hmm. you know, Fourth yeah. Street, watch all these things going in the windows mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And that was a big city to us. And then upstairs, they had this big uh, second floor restaurant, restaurant, and it was all, yep. glass. all glass. And you'd sit there and you yeah. get a big milkshake. That was yeah. a big deal. And you look at all the people Christmas shopping. Mm -hmm. Of course, the malls destroyed palm boys and all yeah, that. Yeah, that was yeah. a big deal coming downtown Harris. And in yeah. the summertime, going feeding the squirrels. Really? And they had, oh yeah, that was big. Because what happened was, uh, in the, uh, I guess it was 1880s, Governor Hastings. 
There was no squirrels in Harrisburg. So he went, he was at the Virginia State Capitol, and he took a male and female squirrel and brought it back to Harrisburg. And that's how the Capitol grounds. And he's got every day to feed the squirrels and write down how much he's feeding these squirrels as a hobby. Okay? But then, and that was a big deal. He came over feeding squirrels. And I have old postcards, turn of century postcards. There was a squirrel that was really good and knew people, and he'd jump up on you. And it's Billy the Squirrel. And they got all these old postcards of Billy the Squirrel doing stuff on the Capitol grounds. That was a big deal. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Of course, like now they get pigeons on the Rachel Carson. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. pigeons, but, but hawks to kill. They kill okay. all the squirrels. Oh, they kill all wow. the pigeons. But yeah. that's how that all, that was a big deal back in the 50s and 60s, feeding the squirrel. Feeding the squirrels, okay. Well, I'm going <laughs> to give the final word to uh, Mr. Camillo here. Um, best thing about Harrisburg? Um, it's potential. It's potential. I love it. We'll leave it there. Thank you, everybody. It was fun. Yep.